Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Thursday, July 28th, and this is People Every Day. Hello again, everyone. It's me, Janine Rubenstein. And just like you, I am so ready for the weekend. We have a great show for you with a little Johnny Depp update, the latest on Brittany Griner's situation, and a few things to think about before that college student in your life heads back over to campus. I know, I know. The four words every student hates to hear, back to school season, is just around the corner and we've got you covered. But first, let's get into some stories that have been everywhere today. I plan on doing great things in life. If a man decides that I'm an object and does unspeakable and tragic things to me, am I a child supposed to carry and birth another child? Some here say they are pro-life. What about my life? And does my not does my life not matter to you? That was 12-year-old Addison Gardner. She's a West Virginia middle schooler who joined the chorus of roughly 90 other people yesterday in voicing their opinions on the state's proposed abortion bill. West Virginia legislators are considering House Bill 302, which would essentially ban abortions in most instances, except for limited circumstances for victims of incest or rape. And thanks to the passage of another amendment, the bill would also allow for the prosecution of doctors who perform abortions. This new West Virginia bill is part of the cascading effect of the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe versus Wade. Bills similar to this have been presented and enacted in other states. And while the right to bodily autonomy remains up for debate yet again, it brings me hope to hear someone like young Addison Gardner taking a stand. Moving on to another headline-grabbing court case, Johnny Depp has filed an appeal in the counter-defamation case levied by his ex-wife, Amber Heard. As you may recall, Heard was required to pay Depp over $10 million for losing the initial defamation case against her. Heard then also countersued Depp for defamation, and since he lost one count of defamation, Depp was required to pay Heard a little over $2 million. Well, last week, Heard's team filed an appeal to have the decision against her overturned And in response, Depp's side also filed an appeal to have the defamation decision against him overturned. It's a lot to keep straight. I know. I know. So today, Johnny Depp's lawyer sat down with Gail King on CBS Mornings. And in her most recent interview, Depp's attorney, Camille Vasquez, shared why Depp's legal team decided to appeal the one count of defamation against him, even though her client had previously stated he was ready to heal and move on from the whole ordeal. But how do you heal and move on when both sides are still in court arguing? It's pretty standard legal procedure. We just are hopeful that the court will uphold the verdict, which we think was the right verdict, and allow both parties to to move on. So is it safe to say that if she hadn't appealed, you all would not have appealed either? You would have moved on? Yes. Is that a fair statement? That's that's a very fair statement. And as I've said all along, this story is far from over, and I'm already counting down the days until we get the next installment of this legal saga. And now we're going to shift things overseas to a very complicated legal case. Yesterday in Russia, Brittany Griner gave new testimony in her case, and new information about the Biden administration efforts to bring her home were revealed. 
The story of WNBA star Brittany Griner is one that we have been reporting on and tracking for some time now, as it is an important story to keep telling. Today, there is an update that really marks the first time the U.S. government has made public its efforts to try and rectify her troubling situation. For those who don't know, back in February, the two-time Olympic gold medalist was arrested in a Russian airport after officials allegedly found vape cartridges containing hash oil, an illegal substance in the country, inside her luggage. Not long ago, she pled guilty, and yesterday, Griner had a chance to testify in court. If she's convicted, she'll face up to 10 years in prison. But Also yesterday, Secretary of State Antony Blinken spoke out about what they have been working on to get Griner released. To speak about all of these updates is someone who has been tracking the story nonstop, ESPN correspondent Angela Rye. Hey, Angela. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. Let's start with what Brittany said in court yesterday. She was able to testify and finally just had a chance to have her voice heard. So so what did she say? She talked about the challenges upon her initial detainment. She also talked about not being read her rights. We are constantly reminded in this particular case that Russia is not the United States. The rights that we are given here, the constitutional protections we have in this country, do not exist over there. But that is so important to understand what your rights are. And Brittany knew at least one really important right that she had, and that was to ensure she had a lawyer. She knew she needed legal counsel. I'm going to give a special shout out to her wife, Sherelle Griner, who just finished law school and just yesterday finished taking the bar exam. Of course, Brittany is brilliant in her own right, but being married to someone who was just finishing up law school had to serve her really well in such a trying moment. She's offered a number of mitigating factors in her testimony, including the fact that she had a medicinal marijuana prescription. She offered up the fact that just overcoming a COVID diagnosis, she was rushing to pack and get ready to go back to Russia and hadn't realized that was even in her suitcase, didn't know why it was there. She is facing 10 years in prison. In this country, we know that marijuana is being legalized all over the country in various states. And so it's hard to reconcile what exactly she's facing with, again, our system, because it's so very different. Well, Secretary of State Antony Blinken spoke for the first time publicly yesterday about this case. The U.S. has offered a deal to Russia aimed at bringing home WNBA star Brittany Griner and another jailed American, Paul Whelan. Now, this is the first time the U.S. government has shared any kind of of plan when it comes to bringing Brittany home, correct? Like, this is this is the first clear step. Well, Secretary Blinken has spoken out about this case, but all he said, to your point, is that they're going to do everything in their power to get Brittany back home. What we do know is that this was an offer initially extended to the Kremlin in June. So the United States decided to go public with it after seeing Brittany's testimony, after realizing how much pressure needs to be applied to Russia to ensure her safe return, Paul Whelan's safe return, who, of course, has been incarcerated since 2018 and being accused of espionage. So the United States decided, okay, we are willing to exchange Victor Bout who is an arms dealer, a notorious arms dealer. He has served more than 10 years of his sentence after being convicted in 2011 here in the United States. And now they're saying this is something that we're willing to do in exchange for both of these people who have been detained. I think the other thing to note is that Russia has not been responsive. Um, There are reports today that are saying 
they have received the offer, but there's no deal. There's no agreement. I don't believe that Brittany should have been detained to begin with. This is someone who's traveled back and forth to Russia for many years. She won two championships for a Russian team. She served this country through the vehicle of sports and feeding the homeless and providing shoes to people who need them in her local community. She is the daughter of a Vietnam veteran. This is someone who's in so many ways and through the Olympics has served this country very, very well. One in the same, you have some uh, someone who's also served Russia very well, has been a, a source of so much entertainment for them through sports. And so you really have to question what is it for them here, right? Like, why would they take this particular person? And are they going to weigh the fact that she has done so much for, for that country? I know that her GM testified, that her teammates also testified to that end as well. Wow. Well, it should be noted that Paul Whelan was convicted, but denied any wrongdoing. I want to talk about a little bit of what Russia has said in response to all of this. There were reports that they did not want any kind of negotiations to be made public. And now this has been made very public. Where do you think that puts us? We're climbing a very steep hill with this case. They've said that they didn't want anything to be public, but in a negotiation, both sides are communicating. So negotiations haven't been made public because Russia has not responded to what the United States put forth as an offer. I don't think it's an accident that... Victor Bout's Russian attorney spoke very publicly about how it was time for him to come home. I would not be surprised if that was something that was coordinated with the Russian government. If they did not want it to be public, perhaps they would think twice about how often they're putting Britney in the newspaper and on their airwaves inside a cage. Every time she's gone into court, we have pictures of Britney. So they've made a number of things very, very public. The U.S. initially asked, the press asked her teammates, asked her family to not talk about this at all. That's why we heard about it several weeks after her initial detention. And so I would say the United States coming forth in almost August about a June offer is not making a negotiation public. It's making a very public plea for something that means the world to many of Americans. Goodness. Thank you so much, Angela, for coming on and just breaking all of this down for us, the latest in this ongoing case. Thank you so much for having me, Janine. You guys, I was just at the store the other day and started to see the back-to-school displays coming out. All of those pens, pencils, and planners are always a must for any college student, any student really, but college especially. And coming up, we're bringing in an expert to share some dorm room must-haves. But first, Sean Mendez announced that he's canceling his next tour to focus on his mental health. After the break, we sit down with People Editor Jeff Nelson to talk about it. We'll be right back. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If we can't stop the bleeding, we don't have to fix it. We are back, and I love me some Sean Mendez, and I'm sending only good vibes his way. Yesterday, he announced that he was canceling his Wonder the World Tour to focus on his health, his mental health. Canceling your world tour is definitely not an easy decision, and Sean isn't the only star we've seen put themselves first in this realm lately. So joining me now to discuss what we know is People Editor Jeff Nelson. Hey, Jeff. Welcome back to the show. Hi, Janine. Thanks for having me. Well, I know a lot of fans are disappointed that Sean canceled his tour. I'm sure he's disappointed as well. But from the statement he posted to Instagram yesterday, it sounds like he needs a break. So what did he write? Yeah, yeah. So here was some of Sean's statement. As you guys know, I had to postpone the past few weeks of shows since I wasn't totally prepared for the toll that being back on the road would take on me. I started this tour excited to finally get back to playing live after a long break due to the pandemic. But the reality is, I was not at all ready for how difficult touring would be after this time away. And he went on to say that we were hopeful that I might be able to pick up with the rest of the dates after some much-needed time off. But at this time, I have to put my health first as my priority. This doesn't mean I won't be making new music, and I can't wait to see you on tour in the future. And this is all coming after he initially postponed his tour earlier this month to take care of his mental health. Yeah, just a few weeks ago, he posted, this breaks my heart to have to say this, but unfortunately, I'm going to have to postpone the next three weeks of shows until further notice. He added that he's been touring since I was 15, and to be honest, it's always been difficult to be on the road away from friends and family. Sean said that because he had a few years off from touring, quote, I felt like I was ready to dive back in, but that decision was premature. And unfortunately, the toll of the road and the pressure has caught up to me and I've hit a breaking point. Oh, my goodness. It's a lot. But you're, you are seeing so many people put themselves first. Justin Bieber postponed the U.S. leg of his Justice World Tour last month as he battled Ramsey Hunt syndrome. Mandy Moore, who is pregnant with her second child, canceled her in real life tour to focus on her health and family. And I mean, it goes all the way back to the Olympics. If we're talking about Simone Biles, who is arguably the most famous person to say, you know what? No, I'm going to worry about me right now. I think it's so important, but let's also talk about how difficult it is to cancel something you were just looking forward to and millions of other people looking forward to as well. I mean, as he said, and I mean, as all of these artists have said, it is a difficult decision. And I mean, because it's not just you, it's you have all of these people that are working for you on the road, all the production crew helping get the stage put together and everything. I mean, clearly this isn't a decision that he was taking lightly. I think it's great to take a step back and focus on yourself. Well, it's always a pleasure to have you on, Jeff. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Janine. 
We are approaching the last weeks of summer, which means the upcoming school year is right around the corner. And for parents, that means making a list of must-have school supplies, tech gadgets, and, and dorm room staples for young adults who are preparing to enter college for the first time and those students returning to campus in the fall. And it also means a lot of parents will soon become empty nesters, which can be a tearjerker of an experience, to say the least. So I am here now with people's back-to-school expert, David Walters. So hi, David. Welcome to the show. Hi, Janine. Thanks for having me. So what do you suggest for parents, you know, to make those final days at home more sweet? I want to start with a confession that my children are six and two. So this isn't anything I've had to deal with yet, unless we have a Doogie Hauser situation on our hands, which I don't think we do. But based on the reporting and on putting together this package, uh, we spoke to people, you know, in the position of, of having to send their kids off soon. Specifically, Euphoria actress Storm Reed's mother, Robin Simpson, you know, she gave some very relatable advice. It's fair to think about what you want to tell children before they go off. You go ahead and get that big picture advice that's weighing on your heart out of the way, you know, the practical stuff. Tell them to go to class, tell them to call home, make new friends, try new things, have those conversations because they're getting more mature and this is a big step and, and it's time to have frank conversations like that. But the other side of that coin is come to grips with the fact that they are mature and they're responsible and they can handle the day-to-day. -day. And what that means is you're not going to hear from them every day and they won't necessarily want to give you the full blow-by-blow -blow of the tests and the classes and how things went and who they're meeting. And that's okay. It's a balancing act. That, that's what we've learned putting this together, but they'll figure it out. And you also have to figure out how to balance giving support while giving space. And that's a hard thing for a lot of parents. Oh my goodness. I love it. You're making me think back to my send off. Like my mom told me, she was like, don't worry. I was crying. And she was like, don't worry. You're going to make the best friends of your life. They're going to be with you forever. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then it happened. And so when you say that, the kids are listening. Absolutely. And the last thing that parents need to know you mentioned empty nest syndrome. It's real. And the way to combat it is to focus on yourself. You know, if you're a parent who has kept a 17-year-old or an 18-year-old alive, essentially, for, for all that time, you deserve a bit of a reward. Take some time for yourself, whether that's a new hobby or exercise, or just catching up on television or, or books. And then that extra space, too. Netflix has that new show, How to Build a Sex Room. Like... <laughs> Okay, now let's get back to some back-to-school shopping, though. What would you say for the creative student? There's a company called Wise, W-Y-Z-E, and they make these light strip pro. What it is, it's a 16-foot LED strip light. And if you look at the website, it says the color combinations are about 16 million. And that, as the kids say, that sounds like cap to me. <laughs> But count near countless color options. You can put them in your dorm. You can put them on your desk. You can really set the mood with this lighting. It's a cool thing that you can get that mood lighting and uh, you can control it from your smartphone. It can even be... That's so cool. Sync to your music. So it's a, a little party or maybe it's a little mood lighting for studying, Janine. <laughs> what about the preppy student? What's something for the preppy student? So for the preppy student, we really like... It's nail-free shelving. It's called the Nails Ledge from PBT. And it really is perfect for any of those spaces like the dorm room or the on-campus apartment, the rental apartment where your security deposit completely hangs in the balance. Don't put holes in the walls if you don't learn anything else freshman year. So what these shelves do is they're really cool looking and they attach with uh, the included sticky tape and they hold 
build up to three pounds. So you can really personalize your space and it sort of elevates your space and it looks cool. And you don't destroy your walls. <laughs> right? Well, the tech forward student, what would you get them? Honestly, this is for, for anyone with a laptop, which is everyone. You can do amazing things on your laptop, on your camera, Zoom meetings, and, and you're using that more than ever, but you need to be careful when it comes to the laptop camera. So we like the Bolsley camera cover. It's $7 for six. And what it does is it just slides over the camera on your laptop and it closes, closes like a little window. And it's just an added layer of security when you're not video calling because you can accidentally leave something on or God forbid someone can uh, hack into your laptop and, and you don't want them to be able to um, access your camera when you don't want to be seen. Oh, fun and safe. I like that. Well, the student athletes, those jocks out there. Me, you, right? We were, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even walk without falling down. For the student athlete, we like the Smart Sipper. It's an insulated stainless steel bottle. It keeps drinks cold for a long time. It has a locking cap so you don't get the spout really nasty in the bottom of your backpack. You know, it sounds like such a simple thing, right? So we like the Awala free sip bottle. It's $25 at Target and comes in a ton of colors. And it's just something that, you know, keep hydrated. Lastly, the social media guru. You like the Flipstick 2.0? It, it's sort of a dual purpose phone accessory. There's a flap on the back that serves as a kickstand. So if you are just reading on your phone or, or video chatting, you can stand it up by itself. But the cool thing about it is there's a reusable sticky pad. It's also a you can wipe it clean, but you can stick your phone to any surface, any flat surface. So you can stick it right on the wall and do your, you know, TikTok dances. I sound a hundred years old when I say that. I realize I'm, I'm sorry, but you can, you can stick it on the wall or, you know, on any flat surface and do your hands-free recordings. I love that. Thank you so much, David. This is great. Thanks for having me. As many of you know, I'm a huge music fan. I had a blast at Rolling Loud last weekend in Miami, which is exactly why I wanted to share this last story with you. There's a viral TikTok video going around out there featuring Kendrick Lamar. Lamar is out on stage doing his thing, crushing it as always. And in the video, you see a big, strong security guard named Devin Sanford getting emotional listening to Lamar's music. Devin said, it brought me back to when the song first came out. I was going through a tumultuous time in my life at that point. And he continued, the words, the crowd around me, everyone was screaming and reaching for Kendrick and crying. And I, I kind of like absorbed everybody's emotions. I was trying my best to hold it together and I just cracked. Well, the 14-time Grammy winner has since seen the video and gave the security guard a shout-out in a recent interview. He was just so thrilled that his music can affect people like that, saying in part, it's really just about the feeling of it. At the end of the day, past all the politics, past all the numbers, it's what music makes you feel. So to see that video, and, and shout out to him, by the way, because I see him, bro, I was like, man, I wonder what he's going through. Well, he went on to add, but at the end of the day, that's how you want everybody to receive your music and, you know, make them feel good, make them feel like a moment they're attached to. It could live forever. The video of the guard is so great. And then hearing how much it means to an artist of that stature. I mean, that is what music is all about. And speaking of music, making you feel a certain kind of way, tomorrow is B-Day. We're bringing on a very special guest to discuss Beyonce's new album. And y'all, I cannot wait for the album, for this guest. 
Trust me. Actually, we all can wait. <laughs> I too saw the stories discussing leaks of her album a few days early. But what's even better was how fans reacted. Many took to social media to complain about the reported leaks of the upcoming album Renaissance. And it seems like the internet has mostly listened as very few spoilers about the songs have circulated online. Look at those just worker bees working. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm excited to enjoy the honey that Queen Bee has made for us. So be sure to join us again tomorrow as we close out the week here on People Every Day. <laughs> 